Hey, what is going on, guys? DK back at you with another video here to break down the six game NBA DFS slate on Thursday. If this is your first time watching, we'll cover content for NBA and NFL daily fantasy sports, as well as for player prop sites like Prize Picks, Underdog, and Parlay Play. Guys, you sponsor the video that's going to be Bet MGM. They're still running uh, a great offer here where you bet $5, you get $150 instantly in bonus bets if you are. Again, a new customer, first-time user. So make sure to take advantage of that. Link is down below. Uh, my best advice, as always, is get out of these many of these DFS slash sportsbooks as possible. And then when you do want to place your bets, you can search for which one offers your uh, which one offers the best value. So take advantage of that offer. And yeah, if you do uh, click the link and deposit, it does help support the channel. Um, and as always, if you're looking for more content, you can check my Patreon linked down below. Okay, so let's recap tonight. So, um, well, first for for prop stuff, man, I I couldn't believe it. Uh, got hooked once again. I've gotten hooked so many times here over the last week with uh, player pops. I had Herb Jones over twenty three and a half fantasy score, finished at what twenty three point two, missed a free throw at the end, and then had a rebound. They didn't call a rebound. It just ugh. so frustrating, man. I was I was like inches away from a a twenty five x full sweep the other day. Um, Duncan hooked me by like 0.5 four days ago. Porzingis hooked me by like 0.2. It's been brutal. Been a brutal, brutal luck uh, recently for me for props. For DFS too, uh, man, I thought I was the odds on, odds, odds on favorite to win this tournament. And then the Clippers in the fourth quarter just lay an egg, man. Nothing from them in the fourth. Incredible stuff. Absolutely incredible. Um, question is, how did I know the Bulls game would go to double overtime? I think it's the first time I've in the history of, of, of me playing DFS, I've been playing for 10 plus years, that I've gotten players go to overtime. That's not an over-exaggeration. Um, but uh, yeah, so Drummond was someone I was not fading. I told people in the Patreon stream, if I was building 150 lineups, I would have 100% Andre Drummond. He, I mean, 20% faded in high stakes. Whew. He really punished them. Um, and then I went to Io and DeRozan, and it was really just a minutes thing. I obviously didn't really like the matchup here against Cleveland, but once Caruso got ruled out, I mean, they didn't have a bench. Like, I don't even know who that guy was uh, for the Bulls that actually played in overtime and uh, played the most off the bench. Like, I, I never even heard I thought it was a fake player. Um, he played the most. Like, I, I don't even know how to pronounce his name. I don't even know what his name is. Um, but he played the most off the bench. So that was my reasoning for going to DeRozan and Io. DeRozan, 1%, 60 bomb. Io had a solid game, too. Um, Goodwin was someone I was keeping a close eye in the starting lineup for Memphis. I, I told people on the stream, if he starts, I want to play him. He started. He smashed. He also didn't shoot well. Another question I have is, how did the Malik Monk faders know? How did they know the game would be a random mess of blowout to punish the Sharks that locked in Monk? Um, he was on pace for a huge game, ran a massive blowout, and no minutes in the fourth. Barely played in the second half. Came in for a couple minutes. Done. Woo! Um, and like I said, I was set up great. Set up great going into the fourth quarter. I had Harden. I had Kawhi. I had Norm Powell. Now, I think if I just get average outcomes, maybe slightly above average, I'm probably close to taking down. Clippers score like 10 points in the fourth. Massive choke. Incredible. And I only 3x. But still a good night. But yeah, I'm tilted, man. It should have been a much, and I mean much better night. Uh, I was thinking at least 5-10x. But no, I get punished once again. Um, all right. Let's talk about the six-team slate. So Milwaukee, Charlotte. 
Charlotte's, uh, well, last time these two teams played, Milwaukee won by like 40. This game is being played in Charlotte, though. Um, no Middleton. You got Giannis is probable. Uh, 11-3 for Giannis and 8.8K for Dame. I like both ones again. I mean, it's a really good spot. Uh, Dame was on pace for a huge game last time out. Giannis and pace was was on pace for a solid game. Um, if the game says competitive, I think both those guys have a pretty high ceiling. Indifferent on Brooke Lopez, as I usually am when this team is close to full health. Bobby Portis, I mentioned him last time out as you know having some interest in for tournaments. Just just because Portis is a good point for minute guy. Uh, the minutes have not been amazing on him, but if he ever finds his way into a few extra minutes, he can smash. And we saw him uh, smash in the minutes last time out. No real strong takes in this, this group of value like Beasley and Crowder and Connaughton. They're all playable, but you'll probably get some better value opening up um, with some of these other games. Now, for Charlotte, one thing to note is, again, they get they lost by like 40-plus, right? The starters still played until midway through the fourth, and Trey Mann actually closed. So that is a good thing, good sign for the Hornets is um, they will extend these guys even if the game blows out. So... Um, that is, you know, something to note for some of these main uh, Hornets. If you think the game does stay competitive, I mean, Bra- Miles Bridges would have to be a big reason why. Like I said, he played 37 minutes still, and they lost by like 40. So definitely saw some interesting Bridges for tournaments. Brandon Miller at 6'5". Uh, production's come down on him, but the prices also come down. He has nice eligibility. Nick Richards is 5.5K. We prob- I mean, he was in foul trouble last game. We probably get you know high 20s minutes from him. I have some interest in him for tournaments. I think Trey Mann's interesting GP play. He still played 33 minutes last time out. He's playing the point guard position for this team with the mellow ball out. Um, Cody Martin at 4'9". He's fine, I think, for those other guys I just mentioned. Grant Williams, 4.3K, has cooled down a bit after that hot start from, from going to Charlotte, but still playing you know high 20s minutes. Missich at 4-1. We probably see high teens, low 20s minutes from him. And then Seth Curry, 3-point there, probably rounds out the rotation. Maybe a few got three minutes for Davis Bertans. Um, Curry is playable. I mean, he's 3.3, so he's been averaging close to 20 minutes a game. Um, I do think this Hornets team is interesting for tournaments because, because of what I mentioned. They're running a relatively tight rotation, and even when they're getting destroyed, they're still playing their main guys you know, uh, deep into the fourth quarter. All right, Utah and Orlando, this Utah team put me on full tilt mode last slate, man. It was just a smash spot there against the Hawks. They're all unowned. I went heavy on them, and they just couldn't hit the broad side of a barn. Just got severely punished for absolutely no reason to. If you went heavy on the Jazz, I feel for you, because that was a shark move last slate, and we were severely punished. Um, Walker Kessler is questionable. We've got to keep a close eye on that. If Kessler does not play, I think you do get a few extra minutes for guys like Markinen and John Collins. And then they might dust off my boy, Yurt Goat 7, maybe play him a little bit as the backup five. He's been firmly out of the rotation, but he's a good point per minute guy. I mean, they could go uh, maybe to Lucas Mancic too. Um, but um, yeah, as far as the main guys go, I mean, they're still running a tight rotation competitive games. It's just that this is not the best matchup against Orlando. The price has come down to Markinen, though. 7.7. I think in a competitive game, you should see mid-30s mitts from him. Makes him interesting for tournaments, for sure. Sexton, Clarkson, Keontae, George. I think uh, I was doing my prop thread, and I believe over the last five games, they're all averaging like 11 potential assists a game. So um, all these guards, I think, are solid plays. I mean, again, they're still playing big mitts, like 34 minutes last game for Keontae, George. What, close to 30 minutes for Sexton. Clarkson played 27 minutes. Um yeah, I think all these main guys for Utah are still viable for tournaments. Collins, he's going to look better if there's no Kessler. He really struggled last time out. And then value-wise, Taylor Hendricks, 4.4K. Should see mid-20s minutes. Not really the best point per minute guy, but still relatively cheap. Chris Dunn to round out the rotation. Probably play high teens to low 20s minutes. Now, for the Magic, 
Paulo and Jonathan Isaac both questionable. I think Paulo plays. He went through shoot around in their most recent game, ended up not playing. This has been happening a ton recently. Like it happened with Fox. What has been going on over the last two, three days? Like Fox was a full participant in shoot around and got ruled out. And I feel like this has been happening just like over the last two, three days. It, it's been really weird. Um, but yeah, Paulo, I expect him to play. If he does play, I think Paulo and Franz would be the main guys I'd look to. 8.4K for Paulo in a good spot. Uh, Franz, 7.6K. I mean, the center rotation, Carter Jr.'s minutes kind of all over the place. Some games you're seeing a little bit of Goga Batase as like the third guy. Suggs, Cole Anthony, Fultz are playable if you want to try to mess with that. I mean, they're going to ride the hot hand. I don't have any confidence in the minutes for those guys. Isaac, if he does play, I think is an okay punt. Would probably see some of the neighborhood of like high teens, low 20s minutes. And he is a good point per minute player, but definitely cap in the minutes. Like you're not going to see more than like low 20s from him. Atlanta and Brooklyn. So for Atlanta, no Trey Young, obviously. Is he out for the season or he's out for a while? Um, four weeks. Yeah, he's, he's out for a while. Um, DeJounte Murray, now this is close to correct price point, 9.4K. I still have interest in him. He gets a significant usage bump without Trey Young, assist bump as well, 11 assists back to back games without Trey. So I still like DeJounte Murray. He's not the same play he was when he was like sub 8K, but I think he's still a decent option. And then Jalen Johnson is actually second on the team in potential assists over the last couple games, seven and six assists in those games, um, averaging about 50 fantasy points a game. I think he's interesting. I don't think he's going to be that popular either. But Donovich is 6'4, should continue to play mid 30s minutes in competitive games. He had a decent game last time out, and he should be the uh, you know secondary kind of playmaker behind Dejounte. But like I said, Jalen Johnson still uh, you know averaging a good amount of potential assists there. Um, what else? Indifferent on Sadiq Bay and DeAndre Hunter. They're just like playable, right? Sadiq Bay should see low 30s minutes. DeAndre Hunter off the bench has been averaging high 20s minutes. Uh, Clint Capella did play 25 minutes in their most recent game, so I think he's. Close to that minutes restriction being lifted. And a 5.3K, that is a little bit interesting for Capella. The game also was a massive blowout, so maybe he could have played a little bit more. So I'm intrigued by Capella for sure at 5.3. Fernando's playing some back of five, and then you're getting a little bit of, of uh, center run for Jalen Johnson as well. For Brooklyn, I mean, this team's been awful recently. I feel like every single game, they're just getting destroyed. No Cam Thomas. You do get a usage bump from Mikel Bridges. 7K, the prices come down on him. In a competitive game, he still should see mid-high 30s minutes. So uh, maybe a nice, you know, try to buy low on Bridges. Um, good spot here. Uh, prices down. So definitely definitely like Mikel Bridges. Nick Claxton, you'd say the same thing. In a competitive game, you should see 30-plus minutes. He's been struggling a bit. But again, the prices come down. I mean, everyone's basically been struggling on Brooklyn. The minutes are way down in Ben Simmons, too. That is a concern. Um, I think with Cam Thomas out, you should get a little more on for Schroeder and Cam Johnson. Schroeder, 5.2K. Privacy's mid-high 20s minutes. Cam Johnson did start last game, but 29 minutes. I think he's interesting. Sub-5K. Um, don't really know if I like anything else. I mean, Lonnie Walker... I played him over Moses Moody. I would do it again in a heartbeat at the ownership. Lonnie was unowned. Moody is massive chalk. And Lonnie Walker shoots like one of 20 from the field, man. Uh, he still should see like iTunes minutes. He's playable. I probably won't play him and I'll go for like 30 fancy points tomorrow. It'll just really, really tilt me. Last guy to mention is Dorian Finney-Smith. In a competitive game, you should see mid-20s minutes from him. Reasonable value play. Golden State, New York. So Golden State, it was disgusting, the rotation they ran last game. 11 guys. It was a competitive game until the very, very end, and no one saw over 30 minutes. Really, really gross stuff. Um, Steph, I mean, I don't think stands out. I mean, you could always click him in tournaments, but not the direction that I'm going to be going on this slate. Draymond, Kaminga, secondary plays. Clay's been coming out the bench. Feels priced about right. He's had a couple of good games of late. 
Chris Paul in his first game back played 22 minutes. Um, keep an eye on it. You know, I, I expect his minutes to slowly tick up. Moody started last game. Expect him to start again. Probably play those low 20s minutes. Reasonable value play, but my guess is it'll be a little bit over-owned. Gary Payton's 3.3. He played 18 minutes. It'll be interesting to see what the ownership gap is between Modi and uh, Gary Payton. I expect Moody to be way more popular. If that's the case, I think Payton, uh, GB2, would be an interesting pivot there in tournaments. Now for the Knicks, can we talk about this? With Brunson and Hardenstein out last game, they ran a seven-man rotation. They ran a playoff rotation. Seven guys. Um, Hardenstein is back, though. Brunson squashed. Well, the Brunson news is everything. If Brunson's out, we'd expect an eight-man rotation, right? Devin Chenzo, Hart, Shua, Hardenstein, Bogdanovich, McBride, Burks, and Sims. Um, so, yeah, Brunson news is huge. If Brunson is in, I mean, I think uh, Brunson would be a good play at the top because he's playing huge minutes right now. Everyone else kind of be secondary options. I would keep a close on Hardenstein. Um, minutes have slowly been ticking up on him. If he pushes for 30-plus minutes, he could be a decent option. But there'd be no standouts for me if Brunson's in. If Brunson's out, that's where things change a ton. Even Chenzo and Hart get a usage bump. More run for, you know, more run usage for guys like Burks, McBride, Bogdanovich. So, yeah, uh, that news is everything. And this is a bit of an earlier game. We might not get it before lock, though, since it's 630 Central. Last couple games are Oklahoma City and San Antonio. Oklahoma City, once again, fully healthy. SGA, Chat, Jalen Williams, basically the only guys I have uh, much interest in. It's a really good spot for all of them. The price is, is ticking up on SGA, but still a guy with a very high floor plus ceiling. He's like super consistent every single night. Chat, homegrown 7.9K. Should see low 30s minutes. Um, he's had some big games of late. You get Chat versus uh, Wembeyama again, so that should be fun to watch. And then Jalen Williams is 7.2K. He's consistently playing mid-30s minutes, and he's played extremely well. So I love interest in all three of the main Oklahoma City guys. Not a ton else. I mean, Giddy's 5-4. The minutes are not great on him when this team's fully healthy, but probably low 20s. Lou Dort's minutes have bounced a little bit up and down. And then they're just playing so many guys. I just don't trust the bench rotation. Like with Joe, the minutes have ticked up a little bit on Gordon Hayward. He's 4K, played 19 minutes last time out. I guess if you want to try, try to take a shot at him, I don't hate that. But yeah, I don't feel very comfortable with a lot of the bench guys there. For San Antonio, Wembayama in the most recent game, played 34 minutes. That is something to note. If Wembayama is back to... You know, no longer on any sort of limit. We're getting like mid 30s mids from him. Then I'm totally fine paying this 10.1k price point for him. So definitely have interest in Wambayama, um, Vassell, Sohan, Trey Jones, Alden Johnson, all kind of secondary options for me. They're fine, but no standouts. They're, they're reasonable plays. Collins, he'll back up Wambayama. He'll just play whatever Wambayama does not play. Um, and then I don't really think I can contend these Spurs value. But yeah, again, no issue with these secondary plays like Vassell, Sohan, Johnson. Um, and Trey Jones. All right, Houston and Phoenix, last game. No Tar Eason, still Alpharen Shengun, 8.6. Um, in a competitive game, you should see probably mid-30s minutes from him. Had a huge game last time out, even though they got destroyed by Oklahoma City. Jabari Smith has also been extremely well since returning from All-Star break, but the price is up on him. We'll love the price point there. Van Fleet's been really disappointing. The minutes are still there on him, but ugh. usage down, assist numbers down. I mean, the price is down too, but... Yeah, he's been disappointing. If you want to try to buy low, I don't think it's the worst idea. Worst idea. Jalen Green, minutes not been great. Um, I mean, Amen Thompson is playing decent off the bench, but or he hasn't been shooting a he Over the last couple of games, he hasn't been shooting well, but he's still getting decent, uh, decent minutes. But again, the price point is still a little bit too high, in my opinion. Um, Dylan Brooks is 4.4. If he avoids foul trouble, you should see 30-plus minutes from him, which with this price point and eligibility, I think makes him... A viable option. Then for Phoenix, 
Gordon and Beal are both questionable. Nurkic is probable. Now, I mentioned in the Patreon stream last time against the Lakers how I thought there's a, there a decent chance Nurkic would see a significant minutes bump because he had to play against Anthony Davis. Played 37 minutes and had a 60 bomb against AD. 18, 22, and 7. Almost a triple double for my boy Nurkic. You'd love to see it. Um, now, here's the thing most of the time, Nurkic is going to play mid to high 20s minutes. Uh, but if you told me he played some minutes to last game, then yeah, I would be all over it. Um, KD Booker, if Beal's in, they're the secondary plays. If Beal's out, then they, they are solid options. A uh, Booker gets that assist bump. Kevin Durant, you know, gets a, a bit of an assist and usage bump as well. Um, if if Beal and Gordon are both out, then Grayson Allen and Royce O'Neal, these guys should play decent minutes. Uh, Royce O'Neal had a huge game last time out. And then one other thing to note: Bull Bull, he has been firmly in the rotation, twenty-seven and twenty-four minutes over the last couple of games. Um, I think even if even if Gordon and Beal are both in, I still think you're going to see some minutes for Bull just for how well he's played. I don't want to go see mid twenties minutes, but if yeah, those guys are both out. I mean, I don't mind firing up some Bull Bull just because we know Bull Bull is a good point per minute player and he's played well recently. So um, definitely got to definitely got to mention him. All right, guys, so that's going to wrap it up for the video. As always, if you do enjoy, make sure to like, subscribe, hit the notification bell. Really appreciate the support as always, and we'll see you in the next video.